Welcome to the Self-Interrogation Podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Coop, your favorite uncle's favorite uncle. And we've got a special episode because today we're celebrating West Virginia and its upcoming birthday. By the time you hear this, it may actually be its birthday or pass, and that day would be June 20th. And to celebrate, we've got two special guests, and we also have a lot of submitted comments from some good people that were willing to contribute their thoughts and opinions to help make this episode better than it would have been without that information. So, I wanted to... um, you know, with this, get the perspective of others on their thoughts of West Virginia. Uh, those of you that listen regularly know I typically do these podcast episodes solo. They are typically seven to ten minutes, and they're really just my way of getting out whatever is on my mind at the time. Um, you know, I've had some special guests before uh, by the name of Matthew Hodges. And Courtney Colston, y'all some real MVPs for uh, getting down with me on those episodes when I was first getting started a couple years back, going through the worst process you could possibly think of. Uh, But anyways, for this, I reached out to several people and, um, you know, we're just going to start with those audio takes um, that I was able to gather and... We're going to start with my long-lost best friend from junior high, way back in the day, Damala Asafa. But first, let me mention a few things. So, there's a good chance that no matter what your age is today, if you're over the age of two years old, you likely have heard and know enough of the words to the song, Country Roads. Um, It is, without a doubt, one of the most popular, never getting old, sung by many, loved by most, known by all, country music song that's out there. See, this song is composed in perfection. It doesn't matter how good or how bad of a singer you are, on key, off key, high key, low key, you really can't mess this song up. And to be honest, if this song doesn't get you humming, whistling, nodding your head, tapping your feet, you just might be a broken. And that's okay because there's a lot of broken people out there. But seriously, this song is where it's at, especially for the people of West Virginia. Now, this song would have you believe that West Virginia is the greatest place in the world. And what's sad is that many, if not all of the people you've ever encountered from West Virginia, um, we will try and convince you that West Virginia is indeed a godsend to humanity, or at least to all Americans. Now, full disclosure here, I'm from West Virginia. I was born in Huntington, West Virginia in September of 1980, grew up in South Charleston, West Virginia, went to college in Institute, West Virginia, um, and I moved out of West Virginia on my last day of college in May of 2003. Um, I went to visit my mom and a few friends the night before. Um, The next day, took my final exam in college. 
I already had the U-Haul packed up and waiting in the parking lot. Uh, final was complete. Exit to Ohio. Now, lucky me, I'm not the only one who left. And so that gave me the opportunity to find others who had. And Damala just so happens to be the guy who I was able to get some comments from. He's able to give his perspective on West Virginia. And with that, let me turn it over for his comments. Uh, West Virginia is cool, man. It's got a deep history. It's a decent place. Mountains. You got a lot of natural beauty to the place. And even if you remember when we were in eighth grade, we had to take the 35th star, learning that the state flower was the rhododendron and, and the parts that it had to do in the Civil War. And even the coal mining and how it powered a lot of the, of the country. So West Virginia's past is, it was good. The only thing that was really kind of bad about it is a lack of diversity. And so everyone kind of has to be in this same meld or you'll feel like you have to get out of there. It wasn't really open too much to different diversities. And you can tell it even in the school system now that I'm a little bit older. I look at all the teachers that were there that I ran into myself. Some were great. Some, some wanted you to be educated. Others just wanted you to play ball. And that was it. If you acted interested in books, at least that was my perspective of what I experienced. The minute I didn't act interested in sports and ball, it was sort of like, hey, he's a waste. He might be fast, but he's a waste. But I was more of the nerd. West Virginia now, man, the bad thing about it with all the opiate stuff that's landed on it, it's kind of ruined a generation. When I go to Charleston and I go through some of the back streets that I used to know, you just see a lot of people that are drugged out. Like, I bet you the fastest growing industry right now in West Virginia, it should be tourism, but it's like rehabs. If you can open up a rehab or a nursing home, because it's got an age population and people on drugs. people on drugs that's west virginia right now but the future for it can be bright depending on who all is in leadership to tout the natural beauty that west virginia has the hikes the, the spruce knobs to tout it as a place that that has great universities and if tech companies want to come we could be bringing up the future in a place that I give you very low taxes and probably let you do anything you want if you would just bring the businesses. You know, it went from wild and wonderful to open a business and now back to wild and wonderful, which is the state motto. So, man, there's so much potential. But they got to invest in the kids that are there, invest in education, not just ball. Because it's, it's, it's really a gold mine. It's a gold mine of a place. It's a beautiful place that you can grow. Not too big, not too violent. You can still have your small hometown feels, but, you know, it's, it's all in perspective. When I was younger, like, I mean, I thought it was a blast. I, I ran around and it was really never... Hey, I got, hey, I got a phone call, so that kind of... Um, ruined it but i'm gonna try to finish it up but yeah west virginia's future can be super 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 bright it starts with really like trying to get the drug use out of there get the money that they're suing these opioid companies 
and invested into the people. We're trying to invest it into tax cuts for people who already have it with the hopes that they'll bring jobs there and all these silly things that they tried in the past. Invested into education, invested into trying to bring up the next generation. Because unfortunately, you can see a big waste of a generation is there. Anybody who had sense left. They absolutely left West Virginia. And they need to do a better job of trying to keep their people there. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful place. I was born in Morgantown, actually, 1982, although I, I moved to uh, Nigeria in 84. So I'm a West Virginian, true and true. I, I'd say I had a proud past. It has got a rocky present, but the future can be bright. Just whatever they make it. They need a governor that ain't all big and cussy, too, you feel me? Okay, so moving on from Damala, next up I've got my good friend Nick. Now, Nick's father grew up in West Virginia, so Nick himself is not from there. But um, his father being from there and him having family there, you know, of course he was able to go visit, um, but he has some insight on a few things. And Nick is one of these people that just, he's educated. He knows what's going on in the world. He knows a lot of things about a lot of things. Um, So even though he is not a West Virginia native, he's someone that I thought, you know, with family, it's close enough that he's connected, but also separated. And, um, you know, I like to make sure that we're getting a good mix of, of things here to keep it fair. So here's Nick. And after Nick speaks, I'm going to share with you some of the comments that I was able to get. So, Nick, you're up. Well, uh, let me preface it by saying I have not been there uh, for probably about 10 years, give or take. But from what I've heard, um, oh, you know what? That's not true. I was there about five years ago. Anyway, um, hasn't changed. So, God, it... It's really, um, God, how do I say this? It's a warning sign, a warning signal for putting all of your eggs in one basket. So, you know, you had a coal mining industry that was making people lots and lots of money and... You know, it's a it's a finite resource, and I guess you could also it could also be the poster child for not planning ahead, not seeing next year, next week, next month, and everything is kind of just kind of dovetails from from that industry and what happens when your number one source of income just goes away and you don't have anything else to fall back on. So, I mean, you had kids, you know, uh, my dad graduated high school. Uh, he went to, he took some, some classes at Marshall and he, you know, the, the coal mining industry was what I mean it, it's been over for gosh what 20 years and and you know some people are holding on but it's just it's just not there so you know thankfully for him he he looked around and said well the only other things to do here is to 
do drugs or you know get get girls pregnant and and there's not much else to do here so he he looked at a map and went to the closest big city which thank god he didn't go to pittsburgh uh he came here and um you know and just all the other pro the problems with the state um kind of stem from not having a lot of money so you look at you know the obesity rate in west virginia at one time was the highest of any state which is insane because they don't have hardly any people compared to a lot of the other states you know per capita but i mean they're starting to see the light they're starting to really um you know invest in some tourism because they i mean you know the appalachian mountains and hiking and all that outdoorsy stuff that i'm not a huge fan of but people love whitewater rafting um they're starting to in a way you know they had a absolute advantage with the coal mines they're starting to utilize the absolute advantage they have there with their topography and their their agriculture and other things that are in that state that you won't find anywhere else um it's it's a gorgeous state to drive through um but i mean if you get off a road and you go to a small town i mean it's it's just a microcosm of of just about every problem in this country so uh kind of depressing depressing question it's a depressing place to visit if you uh Certainly, if you grew up there and, you know, you have to go back and visit, you know, neighborhoods are gone, houses are torn down. Um, if you go downtown, you're going to see a bunch of uh, people addicted to, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Okay, so if I, as I've mentioned several times now, I've got some comments from several people. And the first is from, is from a friend that um, has not lived in West Virginia, but I asked them, what would it take for them to make that move? And the answer was simple. And he says, to be honest, if you're making 100,000 in West Virginia, it has to feel like you're making 150,000. So I would say $100,000 and I'm in. If offered a position, that's the least amount I would take to move there. So, the rest of the comments that um, are here come from people that either currently live in West Virginia or previously lived there and are people that I personally had friendships with um, either growing up or friends, friendships with today. Um, basically going all the way back to junior high through college. And there's a wide range of opinions and comments that I received via text, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Instagram. Um, so let's just get their insight here, and then I'll share my opinion and outlook on some things when it comes to West Virginia. So I'm not going to give you names. Uh, it's not going to help or hurt, I don't think. But no one really said that they didn't want their name attached to anything, but no one really said that they did. So, well, actually one person did. <laughs> and it's one of those people who <laughs> is so much like me in so many ways. But um, I'm not going to share which ones I or whose that is. You could probably, if you think about what they say, how they say it, you could probably guess who it is. And I'll just leave it at that. So person number one, and I'm quoting here. 
the thing is, man, I miss the hell out of a lot of people that are still there. But when I drive around Nitro and St. Albans, I see just how poor and bad it is there and realize just how good I have it down here. It's tough though with my parents getting older and not getting to see my family much. I guess some parts of places there have gotten better, but shit. I wasn't in any of those parts when I recently visited. It would take the planets to align and a lot of circumstances before I would consider moving back to West Virginia. Person number two, I hate it there. It sucks. <laughs> I was never meant to be there, and I'd rather die than ever consider moving back. Quote me. I have stronger opinions, but I'd have to think about it more. I'm too good for West Virginia. I don't identify as a West Virginia native. There is nothing there for me. <laughs> Y'all know I love that. Like, just the aggression in those words. I, I, <laughs> it's so funny to me. Next up. Okay. I'm halfway to retirement with the state. I'd like to move near the beach, but an advantage is cheap housing in West Virginia. Honestly, if you have a good job in West Virginia, it's a pretty decent place, but I would not want to look for a job in West Virginia. Next up, I've got child custody agreement is the only reason that they're here. Once they're 18, I'll be out. I can retire at 55, so uh, you know I may wait a few more years after. I can wait a couple of years, then to the beach I go. Now this one here, love West Virginia, but jobs, economy, horrible. One thing still gets me for how poor the state is, why paint the top of the Capitol in gold paint? But it's a beautiful place in the spring, the fall, and summer. In the winter, it looks like Cartman had, Cartman had diarrhea. Somewhat depressing going back during the winter months. Next up, and we're, we're about halfway through here. Those heels box you in and keep you hostage. I left in 2003 and learned that all those years I felt stuck, that was an outright lie and was a result of learned Appalachian fatalism ingrained in all of us who went through the West Virginia public education system. Even if you have a good job with benefits and retirement, it doesn't matter because if you leave, you can make up that perceived loss in about five or six years because you'll quite possibly earn triple what they pay you in West Virginia. Now, just real quick, I can pretty much guarantee you that my current job is absolutely paying triple what it pays in West Virginia. Um, and that is sad knowing that there are people there doing the exact same thing, putting in the same hard work every day and basically just getting scammed out of that money. But nonetheless, okay, here, moving on. I have a great job working uh, with, I'm not gonna say their employer, um, with great people. I own property, I like the weather and terrain, and for the most part, like the people from here. All of my family lives on the Gulf Coast of Florida, and while it's nice to visit, 
I'll probably always live here. This person moved out of West Virginia and went back. So they say, I moved back to take care of my mother-in-law in 2019. 14 days after buying my house, she passed away. Now my kids are very attached to their grandparents and great-grandmother, and now I'm going through a divorce. So my mom watches my kids while I work, and I now have a great job. But once both my kids are in school and a tad older, I'll be relocating. Okay, two more here. Okay. I've never lived anywhere else. I like it. I like knowing what to expect in the weather. I like knowing that I have family close by. Now, while not biological, they are still the family that chose me. But I will not say that I haven't done my research and chose a country to live in once my children are old enough to get a passport without parental permission. That's not on me. I 100,000% would let them have one. So they're looking to get gone. <laughs> now, I saved this last one here because I think this is the most positive. Um, and I really like the, the way it's worded. It's well thought through. Okay. So here we go. It's simple enough ask, but my answer is multifaceted. I don't believe in just living in a place. I want to make where I am a better place to live. One can certainly go anywhere and strive to make their new home better. So why stay in West Virginia? Personally, it is proximity to family, love of West Virginia as a natural playground, and nourishment for the depth of my family's roots that make West Virginia home. I love spending time with my dad and brother. I love being able to see them interact with my son on a regular basis. West Virginia is beautiful and fun. Climbing, hiking, biking, kayaking, camping, sightseeing, etc. Almost everywhere you turn, West Virginia is an outdoor adventure waiting to happen. My land is where my people are buried. My family has lived here since the 1700s through multiple lines of my family tree. I feel connected to this land through my family history here. In sum, West Virginia is my home. I genuinely enjoy living here. I want to make it better and never really tire in trying because all the connections I feel in this place. So there you have it. Um, you know, again, I asked a lot of people who had not, not lived in West Virginia and their answer was pretty simple. Money. Lots and lots of money was the only thing that these people were interested in to consider moving to West Virginia and virtually no one was willing to move there for less than $100,000 a year. And what they have found is they can have jobs through West Virginia, but not live there. And that's a tough ask for uh, getting someone who can work remotely to move there. Okay, so that's a lot. I feel like I've already been talking too much because, again, I usually do these 10 minutes and I'm out. But I'm going to go ahead and give you Uncle Coop's take on West Virginia and then we'll wrap this up. So 
These days, I visit West Virginia for just a handful of reasons. Uh, to see my mother, my brother, my cousins. Um, we stop on the way to the beach, from the beach, uh, holidays, Christmas, you know, all the typical things. And most importantly, believe it or not, Susie's Breakfast Biscuits, okay? For those of you who've never been, never had Susie's, you've not had this, this pleasure, don't do it, okay? You are better off never have consuming this greatness than to start now having this perfection of a breakfast biscuit sandwich and then having it taken away from you and, and missing that, that greatness every day. So look, if I didn't have any friends or family remaining in West Virginia, I would still go back for Susie's. I will always go back for Susie's. Sadly, the last time I was there, they were closed. Anyways, okay, back to the subject at hand. West Virginia, as we already mentioned, has a great song, okay? Uh, West Virginia, if you grew up there, um, especially if you grew up there any time before the internet existed, you probably had a great childhood. But let's jump to the reality. West Virginia, for most, is just not where it's at. Uh, especially for young adults, and I feel even bad for teenagers growing up there today. I mean, just to be blunt, in my opinion, there is no reason to live in West Virginia unless you are an infant, um, a real old person that is retired, uh, the type of person that hates progress, someone that loves the idea of you know, not having good pay, <laughs> someone who does not want a better quality of life or good jobs. Um, you never want anything fun and exciting to do unless it's outdoors, you know, um, exposure to diversity, culture, things that are, are not of the hills of West Virginia. I mean, if you like that closed off feeling that stuck feeling that nothing's ever going to change then West Virginia is probably right for you um, and I know this is part of the episode where the rage kicks in for a lot of people um, but rage is an emotion and emotion is good so embrace it it's okay but uh, to me we have a false reality of what West Virginia is and um, the personal relationships and the memories blind us to the reality of what the state actually is. Um, this is definitely generalizing here, so don't be hateful towards me for these next few comments, but to me, that's just what West Virginia is. It's, it's few jobs, it's terrible diversity, it's poor education, little to nothing to do, severely out of shape and unhealthy people, large groups of people unwilling to change, terrible political leadership, large groups of people that will continue to vote uh, that bad leadership in, even though they are voting against their own best interests, um, but it allows them to remain stuck in their ignorant bliss 
of where West Virginia stands in their imagination compared to where West Virginia actually stands to the rest of the country. And therefore, the state that ranks towards the bottom of almost everything that's important within the United States, it remains the state that is praised to the high heavens by many, if not all of us. Um, so with that being said, I don't actually love West Virginia. I still love the idea of West Virginia. Um, what it was as a kid and what it should be in the future. The thing is, I could never see myself living there again. Um, or even having extended stays beyond, you know, maybe a, a long weekend. Now, I hear Virginia is really nice. And I hear Virginia is for lovers, but I don't think I could live in Virginia either. Um, my takeaway from everything here is this. For those of us that left and for many still hanging in there, we love our childhood memories. We love our visits to see friends and family, and we want the best for everyone that is still there. Uh, we wish there to be a future that we can take our loved ones back to to see and tell these great stories and memories about West Virginia, but it truly is up to those that are still there to make that possible. Those that are there, that um, it's going to take for them to have that same passion of that last commenter um, and, and that desire to not just be somewhere, but be there and make it great. So I hope those of you that are still there are there because you want to be not because you have to be and if you are there because you have to be i'll be honest as soon as you can get out get out you know if you don't want to be there don't and that's really all i've got you know um when i started this episode idea in my head it had nothing to do with the fact that it was almost west virginia's birthday i hadn't thought much about the fact that west virginia has a lot of former pro athletes and you know sports got referenced from Damala there about playing ball it's a lot of people that have made it uh, out of West Virginia think greatly about West Virginia when they they talk about it but not many of us are there making the needed changes so I hope you enjoyed this episode anyone who wants to send some comments some thoughts whatever if anyone wants to have a part two and share um, i'm always open to talking more so we can do a part two of this just let me know for now that's going to wrap it up i'm your host uncle coop your favorite uncle's favorite uncle and yes for those of you that don't know i am a real uncle thanks for listening talk to you soon